Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick a favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. This is episode 24, almost at 25. I'm Diego, joined by Amy and Damon. What's up? It's early. It is early. <laughs> it is early. <laughs> it's early. We got jam-packed I... days, so uh, got to get this out of the way, I guess, huh? Yeah. Got to let everyone that know. That makes it sound how... like a chore, but... Yeah. <laughs> got to let everyone know how bad Thunder Force really is, even though it's trending as number one on Netflix. <laughs> you guys really didn't like it? It was really bad. Really bad. All right, so we'll get into Thunder Force. Um, but as always, uh, have you guys been watching anything on Netflix? Nope. No? I I didn't watch any Netflix originals, but I've been so, watching so then, Longmire. But then nobody so. cares because that's well, not but, what the show is about. But we have <laughs> I mean, I mentioned some stuff. things I, I, before. I watched Home Economics on you know regular TV. Does that count? No. Because it's on sure. Netflix right now. Uh, I watched Listen. The Unicorn. That's on. Uh, that's on Netflix now. Does that count? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, not if you've been watching <laughs> right, the new episodes. <laughs> All right, jerk. I actually did watch something uh, on Netflix, Netflix original. I watched the first, like, four episodes, and there's only five, so I just got to watch more, of Haunted Latin America. Ah, oh, how was that? I wanted to watch it it's so bad, good. and then I just didn't get to it. It's pre- the, the first one's long. The first episode, and I was like, man, these are long. It was like 45, but the rest of them are like 29 minutes, 28 minutes. Okay. Uh, Amy, the second episode's right up your alley. It's about a haunted doll. I know you love the, yeah, and doll real creepy looking. Mm-hmm. But the episodes are good. It's one of those like, man, I can't believe this stuff like actually like could happen because of the way that people describe it, and it's like real stories, and the people are like sitting there like telling their story, and you're like, I I don't know what I would do. <laughs> like, so do they? Here's the thing though. Are they, do they do like reenactments? Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. So like the people because are I can the find story. those to be a little cheesy sometimes. <sighs> Is it like that or? No, because I, I feel like because you like I feel like the way they're telling the story, you're like, nah, that's not okay. for me. And okay. <laughs> you find yourself telling them like, just get out the house, get out the house, burn it down. No one can live within a mile of that house. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm I'm on it. I just didn't get to it. So yeah, so uh, that's that's the only thing I got a chance to watch. So okay. Well, let's let's get right into it. Let's get right into Thunder Force, and I guess you guys can explain I feel bad why. for Jason Bateman because that's what I'm gonna say. That's like I was, you know, I didn't even know he was in it. I didn't even know he was in it, but so <laughs> this you is didn't about know before or you didn't know after. Before, man. Before. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> you made it sound like you didn't know as he's crabbing around the show. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so this is about two childhood best friends reunite as an unlikely crime-fighting hero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I feel like the beginning, maybe it was the first 
15 minutes, I don't know, maybe even the first 20 minutes, I felt like it had a lot of promise. I enjoyed the beginning of it. I loved right from the start, like I loved the comic book beginning of it. I oh, felt I like, oh, too. yeah, I was like, oh, this is great. I love that they're like trying to go along with the different superhero tropes. Like I thought that was really cool. Um, and then I liked how they were introducing, like they just dropped bits and pieces about these miscreants, which were the um, the villains, in through like different news programs or whatever. And I like, I thought that was an interesting twist too, where there was this thing that happened, and then there are these people who had developed these power, but it only hit sociopaths. Um, and I thought that was, I was like, oh, that's an interesting I, twist. I think so that it's was not like, yeah, that was interesting. I think that was probably the only interesting thing that I felt. Uh, about the the movie but that was pretty cool i did like that part because it kind of gave it uh, some sort of understanding but my question is is it you know I, I don't know it just it took a very long time for them to kind of like what was going on for four years these these people were just kind of going through and destroying stuff or was it not so bad until this guy was like yo i want to run for president like why did it get so bad See, and I kind of felt like it was it was always that way. So, I don't know. I felt like it was always that. But I, I but I liked how they set up at the beginning. Like I loved the school scene. I loved them when they were younger. The 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 girl who was playing young Melissa McCarthy, I thought did a great job with that. Wasn't that her daughter? Um, oh, was it? No. I think it might. Really? It might have been. I don't okay. know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's possible. Um, but I love, you know, like, and even like the lines she would say were just so, like, when she says to the one boy, get in that dumpster, because that's where the garbage goes. Um, like, I thought that was funny. And then, you know, the girl who's playing the Octavia Spencer, young girl, says something, and she's like, oh, you know, my parents are geneticists. And then the other girl goes, oh, they're lady part doctors? And she's like, no, they're geneticists. I don't know. It just, it felt very much. I interviewed like, her. That's who I interviewed her. She was funny. Yeah, if it, it just it felt a lot like okay, this is going to be really funny. And I have to say up front, I I normally giggle pretty hard at Melissa McCarthy movies. My favorite one was Bridesmaids. I laughed huh. so hard at Bridesmaids, like I was crying, boogers were coming out of my nose. I had to go to the bathroom. Like I laughed so hard during that movie. Um, so I always kind of have a little bit of a high bar set for her stuff. And I felt like the beginning of it was setting it up. And I was like, all right, this is going to be good. I'm in, I'm in. And then they became adults. And I felt like from that moment, things kind of just moved a little too quickly for me. Like it, it was, it was almost like now they're adults. Here's the reunion. Where are you? I'm at the lab. Boom. I'm a, you know, I'm getting injected here. So, so that is her daughter, by the way. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Her husband's in it too. Yes, Ben Falcone. I knew her husband yeah. was. I knew her husband was, but. Um, I, I thought that the that it was the, the one good thing was is I like how they were kind of like you know we're, we're along this path of the the girls being scientists and right. You know, nerds are not, you know, they kind of like give us that whole take on, you know, what their take is on what nerds are and, and not and what they're not like that. That was a good thing of the movie. It just mm -hmm. it felt very insular. It felt like, you know, this is only happening in Chicago, even though it, it couldn't possibly be the case. Um, it didn't really it, there, there was just not enough time for it to set a decent sort of scope uh, for me. But okay. it, it just felt very insular in one town when we know that can't possibly be the case. And 
But I disagree. Yeah. That's very that's very superhero-y, right? Like, you know, the villains in Smallville are the villains in Smallville, and the villains in Central City are the villains in Central City. Like, you don't have a lot of crossover of villains and superheroes from town. Like, yeah, Superman saves the world. But for the most part, if you think about superheroes like flash or you know uh but that works because you know there's a greater universe out there with backstory there is none here okay Okay. i mean that's how it felt for me yeah and i i agree the 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 setup was good like their backstory was good Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. it got into adulthood and it was like the whole reunion was just like everything uh, was just fast at that point everything was fast like Mm-hmm. It just happened, and, and, and it, it, yeah, it was I a traditional agree. Melissa McCarthy movie at that. Point. Well, I don't, I don't love her anyway, um, okay. so I don't necessarily find her funny. So I just had to kind of look at the story more than anything. And, and you're right, it, it was very fast, and they didn't adhere so tightly to superhero movies that you could kind of rely on past sort of experiences to piece the puzzle together. It was very much kind of out there in terms of being a little bit different and there's not enough backstory or world building and i don't find them funny i I thought like the perfect example is like you have like laser i thought was fine right even though it seems like she should have been something with electricity not laser but whatever we'll we'll go with that right again that's just like kind of the whole thing in a package like she was laser but was she using lasers or electricity right right no i get that but i get that I just and I like the story of the guy trying to become president. Like it's just then you have this crab. It's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> like his backstory is funny. It, yeah, it, it, it was. <laughs> it was just and it's Jason Bateman to boot right. Like that's what's just so crazy. And it's just like the funniest thing about it was when he kind of like side scuttles off the screen. Like I that's have that it. written down. I have yeah, that written like, down. How he skitters around the room. <laughs> But at the end of the day, and I mean, maybe when they break his hands off and the little baby claws grow back, but right, right. it's just, it, it just wasn't funny enough in those aspects. And then the the eating of the chicken, like, it's just yeah, it stupid. Was gr- I had it a tough gross. time with the eating of the raw chicken. Yeah. I mean, the one part with the, with uh, Jason Bateman was the like the dance scene where they meet for the first God, it's time. It's so terrible though. And all of a sudden they having like dreams of like her, Melissa McCarthy, and Jason Bateman, like kind yeah. of like love at first sight. And then they right. have like this like daydream of them like ballroom dancing majestically in the air and whatnot. And I said to myself like this this is dumb now. This yeah. Is, right. Like this is not well, funny. And and the thing with the chicken is too like you don't think about it sometimes, but you know. You don't want people doing that right at the end of the day. So if it's got to be so funny that it doesn't like, you know what I'm saying, right? It just, it sets a bad example for, I think in a PG-13 movie, which it sounds crazy, but it's just stupid. It's not even funny. Like if it was funny, it would be a little different. Maybe it was just gross. Like I just turned away and I'm just like, oh, that's gross. I can't even. So go ahead. ahead. No, you go go ahead. ahead. Well, I was so, going to say, at points in the movie, like, I found the other actors or actresses funnier. Or, like, they had better lines. Like, right. the one part where Melissa McCarthy's talking to the, the diner owner, and mm-hmm. he's, giving her, he's giving her that, like, skipping the rock analogy. Yeah. And it just goes on and on. And you're like, I thought that part was funny and, like, that interaction. But there were times where it was just Melissa McCarthy, and it was just her, like, cursing or saying something ridiculous or raunchy and it was like eh 
I don't, I don't know. There were it just I wasn't there were parts that were just weren't not funny, and right. I think that outweighed the parts that were somewhat chuckle worthy. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because again, I I felt that it was very predictably done. Like yes. right from the first moment the king comes on the scene, I'm like he's a miscreant. Like there's no way of that course. guy's not bad, right? So there's that. But then there were but then. There were all, and and Jason. I thought Jason Bateman was probably one of the funnier parts in the movie. Like anytime he was on the screen, and I, this sounds so stupid to say, but I thought that he and she did a great job with like their chemistry. Like I could believe that even though he's a bad guy with the bad guys, that they were, like when they were at the dinner together, and then he's like, "Well, I have to, I have to tell you." Um, I, since the accident, you know, I've got this thing for raw chicken and she's like, <gasps> like, I don't know. There was just something like, I thought their relationship was very well done with the exception of the eighties dance scene. That takes me right out of it every time it, I've, I've talked about that. But I, I did like think the that old there were some... seasoning. Like that's just not, that's stupid though. <laughs> that like, was is it, stupid. is it funny because it's funny or is it, is it funny because it's so stupid? So right, stupid. right. Yeah, that was that was pretty stupid. Um, but I I but she did have some like there were some moments where I laughed out like I was really laughing. I, I did um, not. The one the Lamborghini the ones, one. Oh, that was yes. Like, she's like, I want to have Lamborghinis babies with it. Like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I like that. And then I liked when, when she first comes in to the lab and she meets um, I can't think of her name, but she meets. Um, Octavia Spencer's partner and then she's like Allie. she's yeah. Allie and she's like you know what's Jodie Foster's problem and they're uh, like yeah. Jodie Foster and she's like yeah you know and she's like I'm talking about it puts the lotion in the basket Jodie Foster not Tay in the wind Jodie Foster and she's like <laughs> what are you talking about and she's like Nell and they have this whole thing about these two Jodie Foster movies and that just and maybe it made me giggle because we like in my family or at least my husband and I have this thing about Nell and Tay in the wind like it's just like for me that made me just giggle at like it was just this aside that I thought was kind of funny and there were moment not a lot but there were some moments like that where I was like I was like you know okay this is but then there weren't enough of them for me um again with predictability um the diner scene I was like oh the lady that works with them is bad because as soon as she gets up to go to the bathroom boom the diner gets attacked and I'm like all right so she's bad and again it was just like that kind of stuff where I was like I know where this is going and I need it to make me want to be more engaged because if I know where something's going, I'm going to clock out. Whereas if I know where something's going, but I still have small surprises along the way, or there's stuff that's really well done, I can stay engaged with it. And I think I actually might have fallen asleep a time or two um, in this. And so I, you know, I, I liked it, but I wanted to like it more. And I definitely didn't. I felt like as Melissa McCarthy movies went, this was a low one. I also felt like, though, part of that was not Octavia Spencer, the actress, but it was her role. Like, I think with Melissa McCarthy, they always put a straight man in with her, right? There's always a straight, um, non-funny character that, that she plays off of. And I felt like this time, I almost didn't like the character. Like, she was just too serious, and she was... She never really, like, like, there were little moments, like, when they were at the boxing ring, I think, and she's like, Melissa McCarthy's like, I don't, I don't want to go again. And she's like, okay, let's escape. 
who says I'm not fun? And I was like, dude, you just walked out of somewhere. Like, that's not fun. I don't know. There was something about that character that I didn't really love. And I didn't think played well as the straight man to Melissa McCarthy's, like, comic character. I don't know. There was, I, the chemistry just wasn't there between the two of them, I felt like. And I didn't really buy it. Yeah, I didn't didn't really buy it. I feel like Melissa McCarthy had more of a chemistry with the daughter, Tracy. Yes, yes. did with uh, her actual best friend. Right. I would agree with that. It would have also almost been a better movie if it was focused on the daughter and her having a power. And Melissa McCarthy was just kind of like the crazy best friend aunt who popped in every now and then. But but here's the thing. (laughs) Where did her power come from? The daughter. She, I think she shot herself up too in the lab. But, but okay, but shot herself up with what? There was, remember, there was, they just been working on it for five years and Melissa, Melissa McCarthy took it and how could she? There was only two powers and I was supposed to have super strength and invisibility. So where was the daughter creating the pill or whatever? Yeah, where did that come from? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Point. And if that's the point. case, why didn't they just give it to one of them when they were making themselves superheroes? Because it took five right. years, but that only took a day. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Maybe she's just smarter than the mom. She created it faster. Uh huh. Five she days. Wouldn't, she wouldn't, yeah, have, just she wouldn't have done it. that before. There was yeah. a point in the movie. I think it was when they were at the king's like mansion or whatever, and you see like them, like all the all the villains together. It kind of reminded me of like Dick Tracy with like all their names, and it was like <laughs> Hammerhead, yeah. and he had like a, a flat top, and he had a flat yes. top, and like mumbles, and he mumbled. It just reminded mm-hmm. me of that a lot. Throughout like mm. the movie, I don't know if you guys I, ever seen Dick Tracy. I yeah, I, yeah. I did. I I think you're absolutely on point with that. So and that was it, man. Thumbs that down. That was it. That's all you got. Thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It wasn't as enjoyable enjoyable as I thought it was going to be. It didn't live up to the hype. I mean, I could see why some people might enjoy it, but. It definitely had a good message of women in science. That was definitely a good thing. And but but outside of that, like I said, it was just. But it's it's new and flashy. Special effects right. were good. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with that. And it's Melissa McCarthy, and she's uh, yeah. people will watch what she what she puts on. Again, I don't know that I would say thumbs down for me, but it's like a thumbs to the side. Like there wow. were parts that made me laugh, but I did because there were parts that made me laugh and I liked Jason Bateman in it and I like or I liked his character and I liked the chemistry between the two of them. Um and I liked I like I felt like again, bar, I feel like the beginning had promise. Low, man. <laughs> no, like no, I just tend to be able to find the positive in things sometimes. Um Oof. look I, you fell asleep, and that's a, thumb, a thumbs to the side. A thumbs to the side. What does a thumbs down mean? The, the movie came and smacked you in the face. Like I don't understand. <laughs> the raw Missy was a thumbs down for me. And that's that's a terrible analogy because that was definitely not a thumbs down. That was oh, funnier that, than this. No, no, mm. no. I didn't laugh even <laughs> once in that one. <laughs> yeah, I would say mm, is right. Which one? Which one did you say? She said the wrong Missy wasn't as funny as this. The wrong missing was way funnier than this. Yeah, thank now, you. And again, you. I think 100%. maybe it's like, I, I don't know. I think maybe it's like a male-female perspective thing. I don't know. I don't maybe. Know. So, so what, Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Ask away. Do you find female comedians funny? Or do yes. you only find male comedians funny? No, I find female comedians funny. Okay. Because there are a lot of people who don't. Who like well like just don't find female comedians funny, and as a result, don't like 
you know, the things that they put out in general. Do you like, so, but you don't like Melissa McCarthy, you said. I don't. Did like, you watch okay. Bridesmaid? No. Oh. Okay. Like, See, like I'm a big, like, you know, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, those sort of people, hysterical. But it's a different mm-hmm. comedy. It right? is a different comedy, yeah. And I think that's where, where it oh, kind of Oh, so that's why you apart. loved Moxie, because Amy Poehler was in it. I didn't love Moxie. <laughs> But I, I do like Amy Poehler. So I'm going to need you, non-podcast um, related, to watch Bridesmaids. And I'm going to need to know if that doesn't make you laugh. Okay. But don't go into yeah. it saying, I'm going to not laugh just to prove right. me wrong kind of attitude. No, no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I will, uh, I will definitely, definitely do that uh, non-biased uh, approach to that movie. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what do we have coming up? I, there, there's only one thing we really have coming up. I mean, you guys have been talking about uh, fire and bones. Wait, that was shadow, and, shadow bone. and bone. Shadow but what, and bone. <laughs> Diego, what I find funny is, is that the reader over there still hasn't finished the series, where the non-reader over here has already died. I've even read it at this duology. point, Amy. What? I've even I didn't read hear what it you at said. this point. No, you have not. Stop it. I, it's been really busy. You'd be surprising how much busier I am with virtual school than with in-person school sometimes. So let me ask you something about Shadow and Bone here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's a series. It's multiple books. Yes. So, so what it is is that you have this first series, right, that's about this uh, this person, right? We're going to keep it very open-ended for, for the right. time being. And kind of her story. So the second series is a duology. And what it is, it's about another area in the world. That It's actually an island that's set maybe two years after The Shadow and Bone. And what they're doing is they're incorporating that some of those characters into Shadow and Bone from my understanding. Okay. Then there's a third duology. And what that is, is that's more of a true... Um, uh, a true, you know, next step. Why well, I can't think of this word that I, that I'm looking for about what happens from the original uh, so, books. So this movie is this, this a movie, right? Oh no, this, this is a series. series. It's a series. So this first season is what? Would you say the uh, first we, book? Or I, the first we have book? no idea. Okay. So we have no idea. But the only thing we do know is that it's going to incorporate characters. Well, again. The only thing I think right, <laughs> that's right. going to be a little different from just the book is that it's going to incorporate some characters from the sec the second series or the duology. Um, from what Damon, have you read the the third duology? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. okay. So you've just read the the Shadow and Bone series and the Six of Crows duology. And I haven't finished the Six of Crows duology. I, I'm okay. just on Six of Crows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But so so the thing is, that, I mean, that's really what we're looking forward to, and. It's gonna be tough because it comes out on the twenty third, so it's gonna yeah. be a it's gonna be a that. watch. <laughs> it's gonna be a watch, right? Like it's, it's gonna not... be a what did we do that with? Oh, oh God! It, it was the, the nun one. The nun, yeah, bad nun. No, not bad nun. Evil nuns? No. <laughs> no. Nuns on the run? No, 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 no. But it was good, whatever it was. Warrior nun. Warrior nun. Warrior nuns. That's right. <laughs> I, the uh, only thing I will say is is that I do like it being the twenty third rather than the twenty fourth. But here's the problem I'm going to have is that my wife also read the first uh, series as well. Mm -hmm. So I can't not watch it with her, which is going to make it harder. That means no one and a half speed there, Damon. 
Well, I would, right. I would never watch this at one and a half speed because it looks too good anyway. I'm waiting for the comment where you said, listen, halfway through it, I had to do it one and a half speed. I just couldn't watch anymore. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Like, I skipped the third episode because, uh, you know, it didn't I, well, I can like skip all these episodes at this point since I read the book. <laughs> but I think that the reason that this is going to be a little bit interesting is I enjoyed the, the book, at least the first two. I thought it fell a little flat in the end of the series, which we can talk about, but... I, I thought that I really did enjoy. So I think this is going to be great. And from what we've seen, where there has been a few trailers out there, it it looks amazing. Yeah, and I'm it's just so funny that you say now. that. Everybody who, so everybody who I've spoken to about the series, and even like on TikTok, I'm on like the book talk side of TikTok. Um, everybody there is saying like, oh, you know, it's the second book that's not so great, but the third book really kind of wraps it all up and it does so well and blah, 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 blah. And then you and I were texting about it yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, you and I were texting about it yesterday and I was like, I think that's why I'm struggling to get through it because I'm not finding it as awesome as the rest. But I am interested to see how they present this. Yeah, it's very character driven. And I think Uh once the story becomes so readily apparent, it loses a little bit of that mystery and kind of edgy feeling when you go... Uh Oh, this is going down the path of I could, right? Let me rephrase that. This is going just down the path of what I would consider generic epic fantasy, and right. and that's it. There's there's nothing out of the ordinary, and again, that's what it f- finishes as. Right, and that's the thing that's disappointing because I know what I want to have happen, and I know it's not what's going to have happen. My hope, though, is that because we know that sometimes when they turn books into series or movies, that they do stray a little bit just they to never keep get it a better, little more though. interesting. But they never get better. Uh, Walking yeah. Dead, not better. No. Um, Game of Thrones, not better. Even though we don't really necessarily know the ending of you know book Game of Thrones, right. it's still right. not better than the books, right? right. There, there's, again, I look at Game of Thrones as this this perfect like the 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 zombie lady so Caitlin. Well. And here's the thing: you take out the the zomb the zombie mom, right? What was her name in the books? Um, okay. You, yeah, okay. you, you know, she turns into Katarin. a zombie. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that being out of the show, like, changes the whole thing, man. Like, it's right. just, it's terrible. So anyway, I don't necessarily think that. I'm glad I read the books beforehand. Um, anyway, so we got that, which we're going to be watching. So I don't know if we'll even watch anything else, but I will watch The Circle because it's four episodes and it comes yeah. out early next week. So that's right. definitely <laughs> on the list. Um, I've been hearing, this is so it's so difficult, because I've been hearing and getting all the press releases for the Mitchells versus the Machines, Okay. and it looks good, and it sounds good, but again, we know what Netflix does to animation, so I don't know. I can't really say too much, and then I think the only other thing that I'm kind of sort of interested in, but that doesn't actually pop off until May, is Jupiter's Legacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that looks pretty interesting, um, but that's really ha- ha- all I kind of have that i'm looking forward to but it's gonna all be shadow and bone you know what i mean that's all it's gonna be for me arlo the alligator boy i i can't tell if it's funny or not like again cartoon right i can't tell i know what amy's gonna have on her list into the beat yes yeah first thing on my list (laughs) yeah i I looked at it a few times and i'm just like nah yeah no so i've got into the beat i have and again these are just things that i want to see i don't Again, I'm trying to finish the other book series before um, the show comes out and 
doing some work around the house, so I, I don't know that I'm going to get there, but I want to see Into the Beat. I want I may save that, though, until my daughter comes home from college, because that's one that we kind of wanted to watch together, so I may not watch that at all. Synchronic, The Circle is a hard guess for me. Ride or Die looks good. Why Are You Like This looked good. The Why Are You Like This was iffy good. for me. I don't know. Like, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to give it a try. Um... Stowaway, Zero, Tell Me When. So there's stuff that I want to see. I Right now I'm in the middle of something that isn't on Netflix, so I won't mention it because I was so shamed for mentioning a non-Netflix exactly. original before. Of um, course. I should say, because I did get so rudely cut off when I was talking about things that I had seen, I did start um, <laughs> a week away. Um, That's what happens when you don't follow the rules. I yeah, don't know well, you. you know, I mean... Apparently, you can bend rules. I can't. But what, what a week rules away. Did I bend? Oh, you've bent rules. Anyway, a week away is a Netflix <laughs> original that I started to watch, which had promise. It looks like a teen show. It looks like that one from Disney, secret- Music Camp, or whatever. It it kind of looked like that, and it's funny. Like I was on board with Camp Rock, and I Camp watched Rock, Camp yeah. Rock, and I loved it. I started a week away. I didn't realize it was a musical, and I think I just and. I mean, I love a musical. I think it just wasn't in a place for it. And it's a very um, religious musical, too, because the, f- like, within, like, I started watching and I was like, oh, okay, I see. He's a, like, a yeah, troubled kid and he's crazy, going to this though. camp. Well, that's why I was watching. I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. And then, like, five or ten minutes in, they start singing this song and I was like, all right. I'm not really feeling a musical right now, but I'll keep watching. But then, like, the music, the, the song they were singing was all about how, like, God was going to save them at this camp. And I and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just not in the right headspace for this. So I may revisit that, but I may not because I I don't know. It just right off the bat, I was like, oh, we're singing? I just wanted you to go to camp and see, like, camp stuff happen. But it, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I, I stopped watching that one, but... I may go back to it this week. So those are all the things. I do have a lot of things that I would like to see, but it was good. It was, it was, it was, it it looks like I've got some good stuff on the horizon for sure. Into the beat for sure. The circle and for sure. Shadow and bone. Yeah, definitely. The circle. Uh, Definitely enjoyed that. The last time we saw it just to that's pure brain candy. I got stowaway. That Mm. looks fun. That looks interesting. Too kind real of, for me, right? Unless it was like space aliens, I'm out on that. I saw it and I was like, well, oh, no. Too real for you? Are you planning on being in space anytime soon? <laughs> no, but I want there to be aliens <laughs> or some sort of uh, real story here. You know, a three-person crew going to Mars and faces impossible challenges. Like, yeah, not on board. Okay, all right. I got Zero on there, and then I also have Selena on there. That comes out in May, though. So, but I am looking. Oh, forward to really? Season, yeah, season two. Oh, so I didn't gonna, see that. So that's gonna be dope. But yeah, okay. I mean, been busy too. So probably just gonna keep it to the circle and then shadow and bone. All yeah, right. it's gonna be a lot of watching, man. Diego's so gonna have a lot of questions. I I hope it's not one of those where like they. I don't think the story was that complex that we're gonna miss too much. I hope. Well, I'll be sure. No. I'll be sure. I'll be sure to watch intently so that I can grill you guys to see how well you uh, understood the books. Okay, that sounds, sounds good. good. No, no skipping episodes, Damon. Yeah, I won't skip episodes. Like I said, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I don't, I don't see how it could be bad in the beginning. Uh, there it is, the kiss of death. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it looks too good. He's already we, setting see, it up for not liking it. 
but yep. see, Diego, here's the thing. Like, it, it's like I already know the story. Like, so I know the story isn't bad unless the story is not the story. I, I think we'll be okay. And I see, I see, I've seen what it looks like, and it looks really good. There's a couple of things in the in there that I just, I'm, I'm kind of curious to how they're going to pull off. It will be interesting. All right. Anything else, guys? I think that's it. No, I think that's All it. All right. So as always, check out the Facebook page. Give us a like. Download the episode. Give us questions, remarks, comments, whatever you may have. And look forward to talking about Shadow and Bones next time. See you later. Just a disclaimer here. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.